June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Tornado is coming. Tornado Ground Zero. And it's coming right at his TV station. There it is. Go. Inside. Go. And Carrie Underwood Tornado Drama. Everybody was crying. <laughs> now it's 2 a.m. like freaking out. Then, is this coronavirus patient zero? what the co-founder of Apple and his wife just told us. Do you believe you had coronavirus? Plus, how to stay germ-free on your commute. Use your sleeve, or you can grab it with your arm. And inside Super Tuesday. This is a big one. 15 states, 15 contests all across the country, coast to coast. Then, let me start with my headline tonight. I'm retiring. What the woman who accused him of sexual harassment is saying today. And was Wendy Williams racially profiled at a famous department store? And wait till you see who was with her when she says it happened. We were... Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A state of emergency has been declared in Tennessee after a powerful twister ripped through overnight. At least 22 people are confirmed dead. And one correspondent was live on the air as the twister slammed his TV station. It was also pretty scary for singer Carrie Underwood. She says her family had to run to a safe room for cover. Megan Alexander has the details. A meteorologist finds himself caught in a deadly tornado hitting near downtown Nashville. There it is. Go inside. Go. He runs inside while continuing to report live on the air at WTVF. He warns viewers to get to a safe place. This is the tornado. It is hitting Channel 5 as we speak. This woman can't believe the tornado is hitting her neighborhood. Oh, my God. You can hear the sirens warn the monster supercell is coming. Country superstar Carrie Underwood says her husband and kids had to run for shelter in their magnificent mansion outside Nashville. He said he had to go upstairs at like 2 a.m. and grab the boys and take them down to, we have like a little safe room in our house. And I was like, I bet they were, I bet everybody was crying. Carrie was in New York on a book tour when the tornado slammed into her hometown. Another famous Nashville singer, American Idol winner Taylor Hicks, also experienced nature's wrath. He showed me the destruction in his neighborhood. It's pretty much a war zone. Here, he's in front of a church that's now rubble. Taylor says he had only minutes to take shelter in his closet. As I got in the closet, I just prayed, and um, I knew that there was going to be loss of life. He says his home sustained minor damage, but look what he finds a quarter of a mile from where he lives. This is my planner. I just found it. And check out the lightning singer Dirk Bentley captured from the air an hour before the tornado struck. Throughout Nashville, the destruction is colossal. At least 22 people are dead. Look at all those buildings destroyed, as well as airplanes at this airport. There it is. Go inside. Go. 
The president is planning a trip to Nashville on Friday to visit the devastation zone. In the past 24 hours, only 129 cases of coronavirus have been reported in China, and that is the lowest number since January 20th. So what do you do if you think you might have the virus? Well, first of all, don't panic. Then pick up the phone and call your doctor or your local health officials. They'll probably arrange for you to go to the local ER. And here's what will probably happen next. This is what you can expect if you think you have the coronavirus and go to your local emergency room. Extraordinary precautions are being taken to make sure patients don't spread the virus to other patients or medical staff at the hospital. At St. Joseph Hospital in Orange County, California, staff are bracing for a potential outbreak. What is our initial response? How are we going to be able to greet the public when they come in the front doors of the emergency department becomes critical. Staff will wear heavy-duty face masks and face shields when treating coronavirus patients. Those suspected of having the virus will be taken to isolation rooms where this robot uses ultraviolet light to sterilize the environment. By now, you know that frequent hand washing is important. Hand sanitizer also works, but it's difficult to come by in stores with all the panic buying going on. You're actually telling us we can make it at home? Yes, it's actually very simple using three ingredients. NYU public health expert Dr. Jack Caravanos says all you need is one-third of a cup of pure aloe vera gel to soften your skin, eight to ten drops of an essential oil like lavender to give it a scent, and two-thirds of a cup of rubbing alcohol. As a backup, you can actually use vodka? Yes, but you need very strong vodka. You need a 151 proof. Mix it all up and voila. That smells and feels yeah. exactly like the hand sanitizer exactly. I buy in the store. Yes. The coronavirus scare is also reminding people about the importance of taking basic hygiene precautions that you may not have thought about before. The remote control. Mm. We all know how much we use this and they're really difficult to clean. So these need to be thoroughly cleaned. Okay. So wipe it a couple times a day? Yes. With a hand sanitizing wipe. No, wait, Megan. What you want to do is use a pen. Ah, great idea. Yes, you don't want to touch anything that other people are touching. In New York subways, the whiff of bleach is everywhere today as surfaces are wiped down to get rid of germs. If you need to take public transportation, there are a couple ways to protect yourself. First, don't use your bare hand to hold on to the handrail. Use your sleeve or you can grab it with your arm and the whole coat is touching the handrail, not your skin. Experts say you should also avoid touching your face. The average person touches their face two or 3,000 times a day. We positioned a camera on Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall. Sure enough, she touched her face 28 times in 50 minutes. One expert says a way to keep from touching your face is to substitute an activity like squeezing a stress ball. Just be sure to wipe it down with bleach or alcohol. Meantime, Steve Wozniak, the man who co-founded Apple with Steve Jobs, thinks that he and his wife may have brought coronavirus to this country. Diane McInerney explains. Is the wealthy co-founder of Apple patient zero for the coronavirus in the USA? Steve Wozniak tweeted that he and his wife were both sick after returning from Hong Kong in early January. We had just returned from China and may have both been patient zero in U.S. <coughs> 
I spoke with him today as he recovers from the worst illness he says he's ever suffered. Do you believe that you possibly could have been patient zero for coronavirus in the United States? It's absolutely possible. I know that if we return today from Hong Kong with the symptoms we had, we'd be candidates for testing and quarantine immediately. He says during his trip, he came in contact with a tourist from Wuhan, the epicenter of the worldwide crisis. How close were you next to that person who said they were from Wuhan? Oh, only for a second, just, you know, arm to arm, you know, for a selfie. Wozniak's wife, Janet, says her illness was so bad, she started coughing blood. I literally thought I was going to die. The Wozniaks flew home to California before the coronavirus outbreak became front page news. Is it possible that they inadvertently spread the virus upon their return? Nobody really knows, but the Wozniaks contacted the CDC and were told they can no longer be tested for coronavirus because their symptoms have subsided. We may have had it. I'm leaving all the possibilities open. Um, until I know. As coronavirus continues to spread, more people are refusing to greet each other with handshakes. Singer James Taylor seems confused on Live with Kelly and Ryan this morning. Fist bump or handshake? The host of Today's Show offered up this alternative way to say hello. Just a heart. No, oh, nice to I, see you. Yeah, sure you could. Cheerio. How are you doing? Carson, just try it. Carson, just there you go. I heart you too. Guys, it's catching on. Apparently, even the queen is taking precautions. She wore long gloves at a knighting ceremony today for the first time in 60 years. And this news today from the head of the World Health Organization. He says coronavirus does not appear to transmit as efficiently as the flu. And while the flu can be transmitted before people get symptoms, the WHO says that does not appear to be the case with coronavirus. Other news today, voters in 14 states and one territory are voting in today's Super Tuesday primaries. Roughly 34 percent of pledged delegates will be up for grabs. For the nation's news networks, tonight's like the Super Bowl, and only election night has higher stakes for the candidates. We went behind the scenes to see how some newsrooms are gearing up for the challenge. The networks are kicking into high gear to cover Super Tuesday. This is the biggest night of the primary season. No question about that. It is going to be dramatically reshape the race for many of the candidates. It's their last chance. ABC News chief anchor George Stephanopoulos told Deborah the stakes couldn't be higher. What should viewers be looking for Tuesday night as you guys are breaking down the results? Well, it is number one, uh, can Joe Biden build on that landslide victory in South Carolina, basically make this a two-person race with Bernie Sanders? Or... Since Bernie has been ahead in so many of these states for so long, can he have such a good night that he builds kind of an insurmountable lead? Mike Bloomberg is appearing on the ballots for the first time tonight, spending more than a half a billion dollars on ads. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Last night at a town hall in Virginia, protesters caused such a stir, Fox News cut to a commercial. All right, we're going to get these guys. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. Inside Edition went behind the scenes at Fox News with anchor Dana Perino. The wild card tonight is Michael Bloomberg. Will he be able to actually get any votes? Uh, my husband this morning said, wow, you're going to have a really long day today. And I said, I know, isn't it great? And he said, that's true. That's why we work every day is, is to get ready for these big days. And then I'll sleep on the weekend. 
The spotlight is on Joe Biden after his triumph in South Carolina in the endorsements of his ex-rivals. But a new round of gaffes is raising eyebrows. All right, Chuck, thank you very much. Uh, all right, uh, it's Chris, I mean, but anyway. Chris. I just did Chris. No, no, I, I, I just did Chuck. I tell you what, man, these are back to back. Tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. I guess those truths aren't as self-evident as he thought. Uh, later, Biden was like, "I pledge allegiance to the uh, whatever everybody knows I'm talking about." No surprise, President Trump was making mischief at a campaign rally in North Carolina last night. Voters in states across the nation will head to the polls for Super Tuesday, not Super Thursday. Oh, he said, Super Thursday, you can't do these things. Will the Democrats have a nominee by their convention in July, or are we, are we headed into a contested convention? It, it looks like this might be the first contested convention Since in 1952. decades. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very possible. The chances are definitely rising right now, but we no, won't know for sure until tomorrow night. Okay, can I just say something? Your eyes actually sparkled a little bit at the prospect <laughs> of our brokered convention. That's maybe now. I'm not sure I'll feel that way in July. Ask me again then. And the Democratic presidential nominee will officially be chosen July 16th at the convention in Milwaukee. And a stunner over on MSNBC last night when longtime political commentator and host Chris Matthews announced his retirement and then abruptly left his show. This after a former guest went public with rude comments she says he made toward her. Today, she says it was worth it. A live bombshell from TV personality Chris Matthews. Let me start with my headline tonight. I'm retiring. On the eve of Super Tuesday, he stunned MSNBC viewers with the announcement that his tenure as host of Hardball was coming to a sudden end after 23 years, right then and there. For those of you who have gotten in the habit of watching Hardball every night, I hope you're going to miss because I'm going to miss you. It comes in the wake of allegations from journalist Laura Bassett, who has appeared as a guest on his show several times. Laura Bassett is a political reporter for the Huffington Post. In an article for GQ magazine, Bassett claims that in 2016, Matthews looked over at me in the makeup chair next to him and said, why haven't I fallen in love with you yet? Another time, she writes, he stood between me and the mirror and complimented the red dress I was wearing for the segment. You going out tonight, he asked. In announcing his retirement, the 74-year-old host apologized. A lot of it has to do with how we talk to each other. Compliments on a woman's appearance that some men, including me, might have once incorrectly thought were okay. We're never okay. Not then and certainly not today. And for making such comments in the past, I'm sorry. Today, Laura Bassett responded. All I got to say is it's about time. This week has been really rough. It's all worth it if he will never have the platform to demean and objectify us again. Megan McCain came to Matthew's defense today. And I think um, to reduce his entire career to this segment yesterday, made me really sad yeah. because I thought he deserved a better send-off than that. Every morning I read the papers and I'm gung-ho to get to work. Not many people have had this privilege. Following a commercial, Matthews was gone, replaced for the night by political reporter Steve Kornacki. Um, that was a lot to take in just now, I'm sure, and I'm sure you're still um, absorbing that, and, and I am too. Um, MSNBC will have rotating hosts until it's decided which show will replace Hardball.
Next, was Wendy Williams racially profiled at a famous department store? And wait till you see who was with her when she says it happened. We were oh, Then, just released video. Vanessa! <laughs> the deadly confrontation Vanessa. between the troubled ER actress and cops. Drop the gun! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Do they really claim this can treat the coronavirus? It's the product being sold by a notorious televangelist. It's pandemic, people. Next, Inside Edition. Here's the only product, and this is insanity. Why some experts are calling it a coronavirus fraud. Then, Nick Walenda's most daring stunt ever. Wire walking over a live volcano. Watch the next Inside Edition. Talk show host Wendy Williams claims she and her famous friends were racially profiled while out shopping. Les Trent reports. Talk show host Wendy Williams is claiming she was racially profiled. We were. She says it happened while shopping with two stars from the Real Housewives of Atlanta TV show, Nene Leakes and Marlo Hampton. Can I tell you something about security? They treated us like the hood that they treat us. Nene Leakes posted this video of she and Wendy in a car en route to the store. <laughs> I'm going to Bergdorf. Wendy Williams says the racial profiling took place here at Bergdorf Goodman, the famous luxury department store on Manhattan's Fifth Avenue. The talk show host says she and her friends were on a shopping spree buying lingerie, evening gowns, and other expensive items, even having lunch in the store's restaurant. But she says their happy day was marred when security guards allegedly started following their every move. Williams says the incident happened despite her fame. You can earn what you want, you can do what you want, but when you are what you are, you better not be surprised at how people treat you. I spoke to Marlo Hampton today. When did you first notice that you're being followed? You know, Wendy brought it to our attention. She was like, hey, you guys see the guy has followed us from here? I'm like, I did notice him back there. Now he's here with us. So it was a little uncomfortable then. I was like, wow, are you really following us? I asked her if she thought it was racial profiling. That's the first thing you kind of come up with. We reached out to Bergdorf Goodman, but did not hear back. We were When we come back, disturbing just Vanessa, released police body off. cam Don't footage run, okay? of an actress's final moments alive. It's the final moments of an actress who appeared on ER, shot dead when cops were called to her home. It happened a year and a half ago, but only now is police body cam footage of the incident being released. It's the just-released police body cam video of a TV actress just moments before her tragic death. Vanessa! <laughs> Vanessa, are you okay? Actress Vanessa Marquez played nurse Wendy Goldman alongside George Clooney on the hit TV show ER. Didn't take of our Okay. 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 We're just making sure you're okay. Police were called to her cluttered Los Angeles home in 2018 after the landlord requested a welfare check. Marquez reportedly suffered from mental illness. You are not under criminal arrest, but I am taking you to an examination by a mental health professional. Moments later, things go horribly wrong. Chaos erupts as the actress pulls out a gun. Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Marquez repeatedly ignores the officer's demands. I'm not going to kill you. Drop the gun. As police scramble to safety, gunfire erupts. Drop it. 
According to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office, the two officers who shot and killed Marquez acted in self-defense. Video released by investigators clearly shows Marquez brandishing a weapon, which later turned out to be a BB gun. A tragic end to a troubled life that was once so promising. Wow, that was intense. Marquez's family filed a wrongful death suit against the police department last year. When we come back, it's man versus vending machine. Someone's hangry. Me. No. It's the vending machine from hell. No way. What? But he's not giving up. All right, everybody. This is it. This is for all the marbles. Here we go. C. Three. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> and that's Inside Edition. See you tomorrow. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight plus acres of family owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.